is up, everyone? Everyone out there in TV land and internet land, we are so excited to be back for another riveting edition of everybody's favorite podcast. Kevin, tell it to me one time. TV channeling, analy, 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 and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> you, should, you should see my face. <laughs> Well, we absolutely do have reasons to be excited, Tachi, because not only are we reviewing Bravo's latest Real Housewives franchise, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, but we're making this a whole wife-swapping palooza. (laughs) Oh, wow. We're going to be talking about some of our favorite housewife moments of all time, our favorite franchises, our favorite housewives, and our favorite taglines. And we might even share our own. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I'll I'll come up with one by the end of the show. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, she didn't get the memo. I did not. <laughs> All right, so let's Legal. get the, let's get the party started and let's start talking about what we thought of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. But first, let's thank well, Bravo for giving TV channeling a shout out and giving us access to um, screeners of the show. So thank you so much, Bravo. We really bravo, appreciate it. Bravo, Bravo. <laughs> yes, Bravo to Bravo. Bravo to Bravo. Absolutely. No, we're super excited when we um, have an opportunity to review these things and bring it to you all early. So Bravo, honestly, thank you and thank you again again all right so what did you think of uh the real housewives of salt lake city tachi okay first of all i you know whenever i see things like this so for example with atlanta you know i'm back and forth between here where i live in uh, fort lauderdale miami area and atlanta because of production so whenever i watch the real housewives of atlanta it, it takes me to different places around Atlanta. Like, oh, okay, I know that. I know that. I've been there. So it's it's interesting uh, when you've been to a place or you've lived in a place like, okay, I lived in New York. I know stuff there. Um, I've been to LA. Not like I know it intimately, but I've been to LA a couple of times. So it's interesting when you see that. I've been to Beverly Hills. But there was something different about this because when I, I've been to Utah before. I've been to Salt Lake City and I've been to Park City. Now, obviously, I said Park City. So that gives you an inkling of why I went to Utah for Sundance, right? That's the main and only reason I went to Utah because I went to the Sundance Film Festival in 2010. You weren't Everybody there to ski? Was, I, do I look like I ski to you, Kevin? <laughs> oh, you were there to snowboard? <laughs> Again, do I look like I snowboard, Kevin? Were you going tubing? What were you doing? You know I don't do cold weather sports, so just get <laughs> get off of this trajectory of, of questioning right now. It was for none of that. I was, in fact, I was, um, I'll tell a quick story. I drove from uh, Salt Lake City to Park City, which is about 25 miles. And, you know, what you don't realize, when you land in Salt Lake City, you're surrounded by mountains. So it's kind of a valley. Salt Lake City is like a valley. So to get out of that valley, you have to drive through mountains. And they gave me, instead of the nice little car that I asked, they gave me this big old car. I'm like, great. I'm about to drive off the side of a mountain. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it it was kind of a little scary. But, you know, I got through it. I said, I will never do this again. But I I drove um, there to Salt Lake City and uh, sorry to Park City from Salt Lake. So when you get to Park City, 
Main Street is where everything is happening. Main Street in uh, Park City, Utah is where everything is happening for the Sundance Film Festival. But you have to park down the mountain and then walk up like several flights of stairs to heaven, basically, before you could get to Main Street. So... I got there and I parked this, you know, this rental car, got all my stuff, went up the mountain. It took me a good 10 minutes. And then I was like, I said, whew, let me check my phone to see what time it, my phone was in the damn car. So I had to go <laughs> back down the mountain. Yeah, I was so mad, but thank God. Here's a note, guys. If you are ever going to Sundance or you have to go to um, Salt Lake City or Park City in the winter where you have to walk around, don't take your heaviest coat. The thing that saved me was that I did not have a heavy down parka because I would have been wet had that been the case. I had a lighter coat because I was going to Vegas after that. So word of warning. So quick story about my time there. But back to the show. I was enamored because I had been there before. And obviously Salt Lake City... Utah is very heavily Mormon. The Mormon church rules a lot of things there. And so I knew that about uh, Salt Lake City and, and Utah in general. Um, but I had no clue per this show that there was the same, the level of opulence that these women display on the show, just the, the labels, the Botoxing. I mean, they're the Botox Queens. If we think, uh, Beverly Hills and everybody, these people are the Botox Queens. I, I had no clue that this was there. And again, that's not everyone, but I, just from the explanation, I'm like, wow. So I, I was very intrigued between the excommunication from the church and all sorts of things. I was just intrigued. What about you? Okay, so um, absolutely, like what you were saying, I was when I first heard they were going to be doing a, an edition of the Real Housewives in Salt Lake City. I was like, "What are they going to? Are they going to be sister wives? What exactly is going to be happening?" And you're right. right the 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 level of of uh, wealth on display. The level of uh, faces that have been, let's say, enhanced. <laughs> altered carbon. <laughs> yes, altered <laughs> carbon. There's a lot. So let's give a little bit of background of some of the ladies and their uh, opening taglines because they, they reveal a lot. So the, the first uh, lady, let's talk. Let's discuss Jen Shaw. Um all right, hers uh, her tagline is uh, in this town, I'm Queen B and MVP. So she's a CEO of three marketing companies, a mom of two, and she's married to a football coach for uh, I guess the University of Utah or something. Correct. Yeah, and so she is a lot. So she is part Tongan part hawaiian and she these people the, also the back, a little chinese she said oh yeah uh, uh, no a little japanese i thought she said okay well, i think anyway. she said chinese anyway. okay okay well either way uh and um uh wait did that sound racist not either way okay either whichever i'm not <laughs> saying i'm saying which one i'm not sure so i was not trying to i'm not equating them as being the same thing so don't come they are me. not okay they they're not. very different they're <laughs> different ethnicities all right but the point is i can't remember which one but uh so she's an interesting uh, ethnic background, and what, what was interesting is the fact that she was actually uh, uh, raised Mormon, but her um, when she got together with her husband, 
they met in college she wanted him to convert to mormonism and he was like no dice because mormons didn't even recognize uh black people as having a soul until like the mid 70s and so once she heard that which apparently she did not know she like okay and she got on board and she uh converted to his religion which was which is islam i'm like that is a damn interesting backstory it really is so really wow is. so there's a lot going on with her so the next one let's talk about uh lisa uh, barlow um and her catchphrase or, or tagline is when you take a cheap shot always expect a hangover um, okay all right pretty clever pretty clever okay so she owns uh, a marketing company and she owns various tequila brands yeah, she, she, I mean, she. there were four tequilas, and they're also uh, developing a vodka. Now, if that isn't the epitome of Mormonism, I don't know what is. C- continue. But what you got to love about her is the fact that she, <laughs> she sells alcohol, but she does not drink it. And so she basically said something in the show about how, um, you know, a lot of Mormons uh, have a problem with the fact that I sell alcohol, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think she put it, she said exactly, a lot of Mormons care about the fact that I sell alcohol, but I don't. Yeah, basically, yeah I was like, okay, <laughs> ouch. And um, also, what was interesting t- to me about her and her husband, now she has, uh, uh, she refers to herself as a Mormon 2.0, which is why she can sell alcohol, even though uh, the whole thing about being Mormon is no alcohol, no cursing, no, uh, no, um, well, alcohol means no drinking, um, <laughs> no cursing, no sex out of, uh, marriage, the whole thing, very, very, you know, straight laced kind of lifestyle. And, um, she seems kind of free and fun, but uh, apparently she's still very Mormon, uh, at her core. But what was interesting to me about her was the fact that her, um, one of the things was she uh i felt like bad for her husband because we we see in the morning her husband's about to go walk their dog and so she's like oh it's too it's cold and so she makes him wait and she puts a pink sweater on the dog and it has like um ostrich feathers around the collar so the dog looks humiliated the dog is so ashamed <laughs> looks humiliated and i was embarrassed for for them as well it was i ouch i like okay she she is a character mm, she she mm, i was embarrassed too all right so then there's uh whitney rose uh rose uh is a descendant of uh of mormon royalty and so her tagline is this rose isn't scared to handle a little prick yes okay uh so rose left the church after falling in love and having an affair with her boss with whom she now shares two children so he is 17 years uh her senior i believe and uh yeah and so they were both married when they met at, at a job and uh when they fell in love with each other um her family wasn't having it his family wasn't having it. They got excommunicated from the church. So like Mormon drama. And gotta, she was pregnant. Oh, she was five pregnant months when pregnant married. when she got married. Five to, months pregnant. 
Yes. She got married in her damn prom dress. Yeah, hey. so we actually see um, a, a, a recommitment ceremony happening in the episode because of the fact that she said that, like, during her first wedding, it was with, there with 50 people that did not want to be there and didn't want them to be together. And so she was doing it this time, and she was doing it the way she wanted to do it. And she has this incredible wedding outdoors. She has on the skimpiest wedding dress. You mentioned about the temperature and what could Okay, I am from Southern California, born and raised. Right now, it is around, I don't know, 65 degrees, and I am shivering. The fact that these people walk around and what they walk around in in Park City, Utah, with snow falling. She had on the lowest cut wedding dress I have ever seen. Her wedding dress was so low cut, she could have a mammogram in that dress. (laughs) Would not have to take it off. That's how low cut that dress was. But you know what? I think I I kind of see that dress in her life as a metaphor for freedom for the church because that is so not Mormon like. Oh, okay, Tachi. Does she? Do we need more metaphors? Because at one point she literally gets on a stripper pole and starts spinning around at her wedding reception. She is the poster child for anti Mormonism. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need any more metaphors, Tachi. (laughs) <laughs> wow. Well, she's she's making them. But uh, anyway, the, when it was outside, how the hell was she outside in that dress? I, I'm convinced that some people who live in those climates have become desensitized to the cold because there's no way in hell. She did start off with a little fur and then she whisked it off so she could look so we could see her dress. In that case, that's when you do an indoor wedding. I'm just saying. No, so we we could yeah we could do a breast exam is what we could do. But also let's talk about about the weather and how people handle it. Let's cut to before I go into more descriptions of the taglines. I gotta say something about uh, at one point uh, Jen shows up at somebody's house for a, a impromptu get together, and she gets out of her sports car. And she steps out and she has on these stiletto heels that are like, I don't know, six, eight inches high. And I don't know what kind of shoes these are because you can't describe them as open toe because there was there's nothing that was I don't even know what you call. There's like no shoe. It was just like it's like just a heel was attached to her barefoot and it is snowing. And she walks in, and there's and the shoes like were laced up around her like calf, and like what I, I just how does she not fall? How does she how does she survive? Look, if that were me, I wouldn't be even able to stand up. I would put one foot out of the <laughs> the car, and the moment it hit, it would be like shoom, I I that would be me. <laughs> I wouldn't even have time to stand up. First of all, those shoes were super high, snow or not. Wearing them in the summer in good weather, they're extremely high. Not to talk of in snow. <sighs> in snow, she walked out just and, and strutted in in the snow with those heels and the, and no shoes. I don't even know what that's called. It's just like it's a it's like literally her foot is just like it's like glued to um a heel. I don't know what that's called. What is that? What kind of shoe is that? There's stilettos. There's stilettos, and they had some, um, 
you know, the clear shoes are all the rage. They were all the rage. Oh, okay. So. It was like it was like yeah. her. It was like her foot was just magically like. The, was there like super glue on the bottom of her of her of I don't I don't know. It was amazing. No, no, no. It had it feet. had. You could see the clear. I don't, it's not lucite. That's hard, but it's like a a, a clear plastic or plastic, something, a vinyl yeah. or something. Oh, okay, all right. Because I yeah. was like, it's like magic shoe. It's like or <laughs> or like if Cinderella was a stripper. It was like a glass slipper. Anyway. See, this is this is why I love men because they're like so enamored by those types of things, and I knew right away. Okay, it's got the the clear plastic over it. Those were all the rage this summer. Summer. Did you hear what I said? Summer. Anyway, oh, so not designed not designed to wear in the snow. Oh, they okay. are not snowshoes. She made them snowshoes. Apparently. Yeah, not according to her. Okay, so then also let's let's talk about Whitney Rose. Um and um oh I I read I read her. Okay, hers is the uh you know, she's not afraid to handle a little prick. All right, so let's move on to Meredith uh, Meredith Marks, and um let's see um. Her, uh, she's apparently having some rough, a rough patch in her marriage is supposed to be what's going to be going on in this season on the show. And we understand that very quickly because her husband does not come to her 48th birthday party. He basically has, uh, their son, um, let in a, a group of florists and they literally, I have never seen so many roses like the living room is covered in not just like there's a blanket of roses over their giant coffee table then there's like rose petals like everywhere and then there's like more candles that are in the Sistine Chapel that's how many candles are in their house uh, for her birthday and so my one of my favorite things about this is her uh, husband is on the phone with the son as in to find out like well how did it go preparing and so he shows on FaceTime what the room looks like and he goes it looks like the set of a Prince music video and his and his son who's like 22 says I don't know who that is now I'm gonna call like uh, what's the word is it mulligan or I mean, BS is what I'm gonna, I'm gonna even cut to jail. the reason why I don't believe that is that feels like such a sitcom-y thing is this is why. Now, I'm not claiming because he's 22 he should just know who Prince is, but my point is this. Whenever I see that on a sitcom kind of thing when somebody's like, I don't know who that is. I've never heard, um, you know, uh, uh, Tyra Banks. I'm so young, I know who that is. The idea that someone like Prince, your parents know who Prince is. They play Prince music. You've been in the car when you were a kid with your parents. When it comes to music, there were music groups that I knew about because I couldn't escape it. It was played in my house. So the idea that he has never heard of Prince at 22, yet his parents know who Prince is, I find hard to believe. Exactly. All right. So her tagline is uh, jealousy is a disease uh, to which I say, get well soon. Because everybody's mm. jealous of her because you know she's so fabulous. So Meredith, she's so fabulous, uh, absolutely. Yeah, um, um, uh, Meredith apparently uh, also she's like a stylist and she uh, deals with a lot of uh, incredible clientele. And apparently she also has like a store where she's seeing you know the uh, the likes of uh, Charlize Theron and. Um, Rihanna and other uh, fabulous types come to shop there, apparently, I think. Okay, let's see. Uh, Mary uh, 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 Cosby. Um, let's see. Her her tagline, she brings her religion into her tagline. So you got to love this. She goes, um, I love God, but I will read you like a scripture. <laughs> 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 
Okay. Oh, so Mary. her kind of thing that apparently that makes her infamous in that town is she is married to her step grandfather. That's just plain nasty. And what's kind of delicious about this is the fact that th- what supposedly happened, what supposedly had happened. I'm saying I'm saying supposedly because I'm like, I feel very dubious about this whole situation, which is why they're on Bravo. But anyway, supposedly uh, uh, his wife um, at the time said, if anything ever happens to me, marry one of my girls because they will take care of you. And so the one of one of his wives, many, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I guess grandchildren. Um, he chose Mary, and so they're together to this day. And so she's one of the few more non-Mormons. She happens to be a black woman. She's not Mormon, and she um happens to be the first lady of a Pentecostal church. And so she she doesn't like to be called. A, uh, a a preacher or a, a minister or anything like that because she thought that like makes her seem like an old lady so she's not down with that but um anyway she's been married to her grandfather i mean her step-grandfather for 20 years and they share a teenage son so then there's heather gay and um uh let's see uh her tagline is um just like my pioneer ancestors i'm trying to blaze a new trail so uh, what's interesting about her is she actually um has uh uh a uh what what would you call it a um a plastic surgery kind of center yes yes uh yeah Plastic surgery, surgery spent center. I think medical spa is another. Yeah, okay, like some kind of basically a super fancy, super ritzy spa. Basically, she was married to an insanely rich man who actually their money came. Her ex husband's money came from the fact that uh, uh from uh, uh what's his name um was it the Hiltons or the God what is that I don't remember. Name? Um, oh my God, oh my God, it's so uh. So the tip of my tongue. Um. Anyway, uh. So it. it uh. Oh. Uh, um. Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So Howard Hughes had a thing for Mormons, and um. Anyway, apparently he left a buttload of money, uh, to her husband's uh, grandfather, and they are like insanely rich. And so she, uh, after their divorce, apparently she wasn't uber rich anymore because Mormons super frown on marriages. I mean, a divorce is not an option. Even though she took that option, they were like, no, it's not an option. So she started her own business. She opened up this, uh, uh, spa slash, slash, um, you know, cosmetic surgery center and now she says it's valued at over 20 million dollars oh yeah not too shabby so what's interesting about her which i'm glad that she kind of cut to the chase of this because even though mormons are supposed to be cool now with the with the blacks so to speak um when she's talking about herself she's she says a good mormon doesn't drink 
doesn't smoke, doesn't have sex, doesn't swear. And then Heather says, uh, 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 she goes, I, uh, she goes, uh, I tried uh, not to drink and smoke and swear. She goes, but I love rap music. I love black men. I love homosexuals. All the things that uh, I gravitate towards are not uh, in alliance with a good Mormon woman. And so I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like several things on that list of don'ts. So. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I guess you won't be in line to become a Mormon. (laughs) You know, when she said that, it you know those kind of things always slightly trigger me in such a way because i'm like i don't like the fetishizing of those types of i don't like fetishizing uh black men i don't like fetishizing lgbtq i don't like fetishizing everyone and often when you see non-melanated women that will talk about those types of things and it may be for her it's not but it comes off as fetishizing and i'm like oh it definitely to me it comes off as like i'm a bad girl you know i'm i i know rap i listen to rap music i right. know black people and i know a gay so yeah oh uh, uh, gay okay <laughs> <laughs> one gay yeah that 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 bothers me because we're not toys you know black people are not toys um that although there is a, a black woman in the group. The well, what was interesting was, to... I have to admit, when I first even heard, before I saw the cast, I heard that there was going to be a Real Housewives of Utah edition. And I was just like, oh, well, that's, that it can't be wider than that. But this is one of the most ethnically diverse uh, uh, franchises in the, in the show's history. To have um, a, a woman of, uh, you know, um, Asian, Hawaiian, Tongan descent, and have a black woman uh, in the cast, and the other women, of course, are insanely white. And oh, a, a couple, two of them are Jewish. Happen to be Jewish. They do mention right, that. right, right. Two are Jewish. One is Jewish. They were Jewish uh, by heritage, and then they became came Mormon. Mormon, yeah, Mormon by choice. I love that line because one of <laughs> right. them she tells a story about how when they when they moved there, like all the, her uh, all the, they didn't have any kind of religion. They weren't religious people. And then one day, Mormon missionaries just showed up at the door and the mother said i had prayed for something like this and they're like okay we're now mormon now i'm just like wait so if any so if jehovah's witnesses had showed up that day you guys would be jehovah's witnesses just whoever comes that particular day is what religion you are now they would have been listening to music in the kingdom hall <laughs> it, it just so happened that it was mormons with a white uh, sh- uh shirt short sleeve shirt and black tie and black pants that knocked on the door Oh my God! If only Tom Cruise had gotten to them before, they could have been Scientologists. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> they they were ripe for the picking. By they were just anybody. ripe for the picking. <laughs> <laughs> oh you missed God. your opportunity, <laughs> Scientology. Uh. <laughs> you missed it. Okay, so um, what was of of the of the housewives so far? This again, this is our first impression. Who were uh, who was the uh, housewives that you kind of gravitated uh, towards the or you were most interested in? I was really intrigued by, and I mean, I don't know, maybe this is showing my, but I was intrigued by three. Jen, um, because of, you know, heritage and just being in in Utah. And I'm like, Utah? Hawaiian? Oh, I love how that, what she says, they think, she goes, they think that I'm black because they don't know better. So they're just like, she's black in Utah. 
Right. Well, but that's what happens in places that are largely homogeneous, where there's only a concept of black or white. When you're not that, people don't know how to deal with you. So I think I thought that was perfect. And and she also, I I could tell that she's probably going to get on my nerves soon because she seems like a a, a troublemaker <laughs> and somebody that stirs the pot. Oh I could tell God. because it's like you didn't have to tell such and such that they said she was like a flasher or what you didn't have to say that but you did because you were trying to start mess but she did intrigue me also i was um intrigued by whitney because of the whole story you know of her dating the <laughs> i mean it's just crazy yeah her like, boss at work or whatever who's like yes. 18 years older than her oh yes. my god yeah and they're still together 10 years later and they have to it's just it's just interesting because she also kind of seems like everything she does is to uh piss off the Mormon church <laughs> That's what that's interesting. And then finally, I think I was uh, intrigued by Mary because I'm just like, how does one marry their step? I don't care if it's step or not. That's still your grandfather. And the fact that she's uh, a first lady and minister in the Pentecostal church, no doubt. And yet she has all this nonsense to say. Oh, oh, oh like, yeah, she has zero filters. No, no filters. She just says whatever. She says, oh, well, it's real. Is that godly? Mary, mother of oh, Jesus. Also, she is, she is a, I'm just going to say it. She's a label whore. She is. A label prostitution whore. Well, she says, she says, uh, well, you know, I like this jacket because it makes me happy. Not because it's Dolce & Gabbana. No, because there are similar jackets that I have seen that are not Dolce & Gabbana. So you're a label hound. Or oh, label the reason why whore. we know she is is because she cast a tell. You can tell. Okay. This is just a little tip from me to you. TV channeling listeners. If you want to spot a label whore, prostitution whore, it's very easy because the moment you say, oh, you look not, they will tell you before you could, you don't have to ask yes. anything. Who is, who made it? If it's couture, um, if it's ice right off the runway, they will give you background. Absolutely. It reminds me of uh, one of my favorite, all-time favorite sitcoms is a British sitcom, Absolutely Fabulous. <laughs> I knew Fab. you were going to say that. <laughs> and they are label whore. I mean, they work in the fashion and P uh, PR industry. They were so the original housewives. They were the original. Yes, yes, especially Eddie. So, Edwina. So, she, I remember she had on um, uh, a Christian Lacroix um a sweatshirt or something and her daughter Safi was looking at her she said look darling LaCroix she always told where her stuff was from so you're absolutely right so if you didn't care about your labels you wouldn't a be so quick to tell tell me where it's from and b you care because it's a label because you could have gotten something very similar to that without it being a label and paid 75 percent less I'm just saying Oh, God, if not like 90% less. Um, <laughs> okay, so for me, I, I have to agree with you um, on Whitney. I find her, because she has this adorable, perky kind of, she looks like a Mormon. She looks super clean cut and super kind of adorable and like butter wouldn't melt in her mouth kind of thing. But, oh my God, she is a bad girl. She likes it. When she got on that pole, because her husband, well, the funny thing is we see her in her wedding gown. Which again is super insanely low cut, but it was beautiful. She was she looked gorgeous in it. And then her husband says, like you know, when, when she goes to change uh, for the uh, for the 
um reception oh you know make sure you get something you can dance in because you know you know how you're gonna be if you can't dance you'll get antsy and then she comes out in these like hot pants this like literally it could be a swimsuit which she put on for the reception and then she got on this pole and she started spinning like a top no, let me tell you. So when she, when her husband said, you know, make sure you put on something you can dance in, I'm thinking she's going to put on like another dress that's, you know, cute or whatever. But then I see her in the hallway with these, you know, underpants shorts, as I call them on. And that's when I knew, I said, there must be a pole somewhere. You know why? <laughs> let me tell you. So you, you probably have not, but I have taken a pole dancing class before. Because... <laughs> probably, no, I have not taken. <laughs> oh, thanks, Tachi. You probably have. No, I absolutely have not taken. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, well, because I, you know, I was in a wedding and they wanted to do that as one of the bridal events. I was like, oh Lord, all right. But you're told, like, I didn't know, but you're told that the reason you wear like next to nothing is because the way you stay on the pole is because your skin sticks to it so if you have on clothing you'll slide off so as soon as she had on those shorts i'm like there's a pole somewhere that's the only oh, reason she oh my be um, i am absolutely sure that when you go to her wedding reception you, you got to be prepared to make it rain oh lord so <laughs> you, you got to you better bring an umbrella because it is gonna rain so a hard rain's gonna fall um one person i will oh. say who i think is gonna be a low-key uh on of of like a surprise like star of the show the show's gonna make a star out of nowhere that people aren't prepared for initially is meredith's son yeah yes 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 his name is brooks yeah brooks is a college student who's taking some time off and because of that he can do his mother's makeup which is a score for her she says she's like you know hashtag blessed and so at one point there are the three of them the the mother the father and the daughter uh, the mother of the father and uh the son brooks are going on a hike they're going they're driving on the way to a hike and so then and they're not from utah they're new they've been there for seven years uh, for business they moved there for her, uh, her husband's business from chicago and and so the mother says uh, um meredith says you know remember back when we used to be f afraid of the wild animals when we would go for a hike and so uh brooks says like uh, i still am so just like just super deadpan and so and and then the when they were walking in the in the mountains or whatever um at one point the mother says wait a minute didn't you use uh to the husband did you bring a speaker with you because you used to like you know uh, uh we have music in case there's like you know animals come to scare them off and so then the dad's all like he goes well what do you want to hear he goes do you want to hear like 80s do you want to hear 90s and then the son brooks is like i want to hear silence he says silence <laughs> and it's just like okay brooks is the is the low-key star he's, well, he he is the he's the the sixth housewife or the seventh well that's housewife. exactly what yeah no well that's exactly why they had him on there they knew good and damn well so i don't want to make any assumptions oh but, okay um, thank you for uh, saying that even though yes you made the assumption and i've made it as well but we won't <laughs> speak we won't speak to the assumption that we've made I don't want to make any assumptions, but the fact oh, they're made. They've, you know, um, no, no, what you know, you're not. No, what you're not being truthful. Not, you don't want to say any assumptions, but the assumptions already been made. It's in your head. You've already assumed. I don't want to say what the assumptions are, but the signs are all pointing to <laughs> lip, <laughs> lip gloss, um, makeup. <laughs> 
Uh, he and this does not say that you cannot be any type of way and and do those things. You absolutely can. But I think there was a clear message that is being sent here by making him because why aren't any of the other children on there? They talk about them, but he is the one on there. Oh, so absolutely. Yeah. There, there's a clear message. It's it's, there. it's it's the message is as clear as those the top of the shoes that uh that uh Jen was wearing <laughs> trudging through the snow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, hey. All wow. right, so let's discuss uh the the big event of the episode. There was a party. Uh Jen was throwing a party for Meredith, a birthday party. And yeah. what I love is that uh at one point when Jen's talking to her of she has two different assistants. Two different assistants, and she's talking to one of the assistants, and she was saying how you know people uh, are gonna come, thinking come come to my uh, house, thinking they're going coming to a cocktail party, but then when they get there, they realize they realize they're at the Met Gala in Park City, Utah, hosted by Jen Shaw. I I mean, that's that's a level again. I'm just really I think I'm floored by the level of wealth and opulence that exists there you think because of mormon church you think church you think conservative that this is not that they're not concerned with such things that everybody dresses like laura ingles and 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 uh oh not uh, not a bonnet to be found not a bonnet or pinafore or cotton dress homemade with stitching to be found okay i guess if um dolce and gabbana makes pinafores then perhaps but um, no. So I, I think I'm, I was just really floored by the fact that all of this exists there. And so when they're talking about, you know, Jen, they had like all the furniture, she had all the furniture taken out of the house and they're like draped. It's draped in white, right? With lighting and stuff. Oh, you know, of. she, okay. She, let me, let, let, when we got to, no, we got to describe it, Todd. We got to paint a picture. Okay. Describe, describe. Okay. okay. So first of all, they live in a ski chalet. That chalet. is where they live. That is the house they live in. It's a gigantic ski chalet. And so to give a completely different vibe from the normal ski chalet vibe, literally they have drapes over all the walls because there's lots of wood. So if you picture a, a ski chalet, there's a lot of wood, exposed wood. They cover it up. They put a different floor down. They put a whole new floor down just for the party. They uh they take all her furniture out and they put in all white furniture. And the furniture was insane, the choices. Then she wanted, and so when you walk up the walkway to get to her house, they actually made it into a, uh, they made the walkway into like a tunnel. That was enclosed with a yes. red carpet, and then when you once you got, we went past the tunnel after you walked through, you walked the red carpet to get towards the house. Then there is basically a photo op place where there's the there's the, there was a wall of it's flowers, a, fl- a flower wall, it's called a flower wall that basically says Happy Birthday Meredith, and um and then um uh, and you pose for pictures with the with that backdrop, and so. Uh, also, because of the winning, Meredith Meredith's husband was in Chicago for "quote unquote" business. Wink. We're gonna get more on that <laughs> later. Uh, business. Business. Okay. Because her husband actually does say at one point, and I, you know what? I was reminded of the great Maya Angelou when Meredith's yes. husband was speaking. Mm-hmm. He said that you he goes you can't be too wealthy and you can't have too much sex. He goes. Yes. I, he goes. I am overworked. 
and undersexed. And his wife goes, you can't say that. That's like, he goes, well, it's the truth. We're supposed to be telling yeah. the truth, aren't we? Yeah, and so, so, she said, she was like, that's not nice. And he was like, well, we're supposed to be telling the truth. Well, he was telling the half truth. Because I think, he, you know, he's undersexed by his wife. But by something wife. tells me that's not the only uh, well he's drinking from. But okay. Oh, God of heavens. We'll have to see. But anyway, so... The uh, but when she, so she has to go to the party by herself, except for she has an escort, her son Brooks. So when Brooks and her co- she she walks in this like pink like micro mini dress with again the with biggest, Muppet arms. These big yeah, thank you. Like okay, picture if you, you take Big Bird, you dip him in pink paint, or you 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 throw pink paint on him, a la like Peta style. And then you put you make giant arms like show like literally she had these giant like you're right Muppet is the perfect way to describe it Tanchi arms that are like giant like I guess ostrich feather arms and so and she walks in with Brooks first of all that is not Brooks's first red carpet or photo opportunity you the way tell. he posed for those cameras mm. was okay yeah he was he was ready for his close oh, up Mister Demille. But but see he has though his father was talking about like followers on social media and stuff. So it appears to me that he's a social media personality and so he does this for the gram anyway. So <laughs> So what did you think of the party, the vibe, everything that was going on, the 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 alcohol that was flowing? Oh, did we oh, I forgot to paint one part of the picture. So there are all of these shirtless bodybuilders that are serving uh, uh, the food and drink. No, exactly. Exactly. At this Mormon party. So this is anti-everything Mormon Temple and Brigham Young University. So it, uh, an interesting thing is, too, I went to school with, um, I was in the, um, the PhD program with um, a guy, uh, African, who was Mormon and did his master's at Brigham Young University. And we were in class one day talking about something to this effect. And he's like, yeah, you have to um, sign a, uh, a pledge, basically like a contract that you won't uh, drink or smoke or they can't. And see, they can't have coffee either because coffee is considered a stimulant, which is a drug. So they can't do that. And I'm like, well, well, then why are you all eating sugar? Because sugar, <laughs> what we learned back in the day, is considered a drug, too, in a sense. Well, one of the housewives, the housewives, the one that makes the tequila, even though she doesn't drink, she was, uh, when they go to, a, they go to this fast, they go to several, that's another thing, I like their style. Now, um, she, <laughs> she, which, one, which one was that? Um, um, that was, okay, they were in the Porsche. Not Mary, not Jen. Not, was it was that it was Whitney? lisa lisa okay lisa's lisa, from new york yeah lisa's from new york now she says i'm not like we're not the average parent she goes because um she goes i don't cook i'll make my kids breakfast she goes we've been at our dining table maybe two times ever and so they go to get fast food for dinner but they uh, it's a fast food tour because everybody has different tastes and wants different things on different menus so they go to several different fast food places but but lisa does order a diet coke which i do believe is not caffeine free 
that's the least of the worries, <laughs> okay, <laughs> with that thing. That, oh, gosh. Uh, mm. It is what it is, but fast food, I could see if you were going to restaurants every night and you were eating, like, well-rounded meals. Like, could you at least go to Seasons 52 or something? You have the damn money. <laughs> and Seasons well, 52 Tashi, is not that I expensive. believe there was some lettuce on the chalupa that she was having. Well, so. I stand corrected. Blow me down. That is ravage. Um, I, I, okay, I just have to talk about um, the this woman's dress once again. While she was walking up the uh, walk with uh, Brooks, I started singing, Mana Mana, because it reminded me so much of a Muppet. I'm sorry, I just had to get that out because I, I can't do, 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 do. <laughs> Banana. Mana, mana. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Sorry if we offended you. Your dress is, is, is uh, it, it was it was beautiful. It was a vision to behold. Was, um okay, let's talk about some other things that happened at the party. So if the party wasn't non-Mormon enough, all of a sudden okay, well, well first, before that, even though it's a birthday party for Meredith, um Jen makes a grand entrance. Was it grand? It was grand. It's <laughs> <laughs> a grand entrance to somebody else's birthday party, even though she was one throwing it. And then she all of a sudden introduces uh, a, 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 a giant cake is brought out. And then like this like Tongan like guy pops out of it. And of course, he's like practically naked and he starts like dancing and gyrating and grinding. And then all of a sudden these uh, uh, Tongan dancers come out and that she were they were flown from Hawaii. All these people flown from Hawaii for this party. And so then it cuts to the confession. And so one of the producers is talking to her, to Jen going, what exactly do Tongan dancers yes. have to do with Meredith? And just like you could like crickets, the silence was deafening. She just, uh, she goes, well, I wanted to have something that you know about my heritage and my spoke speak to who I am. And so then they cut to like uh, Meredith going like this party wasn't for me exactly it wasn't at all she just wanted to give a party and she needed an excuse to give a party you know that's all that was about oh it absolutely was an excuse and so what i was surprised by now if you have a history like me of watching like dramas like or like and soap operas they normally have like when they start they have like a slow build they don't have like big drama at the beginning shockingly these women i almost said something else these, these ladies. <laughs> what? Oh, what? Late ladies? <laughs> Queen? They had some drama and issues with each other right off the top. It was, uh, so um, at, uh, at one point, it, it, uh, it comes out that Jen it, uh, may not even have invited um, Mary to her party because of um, when Jen's aunt, who basically raised her, was like a mother to her, was in the hospital, she was having both her legs amputated. Uh, on, uh, they were shocked that that had to happen. And so um, she had been at the hospital for days with, her, you know, for different, you know, going every day. And then she had been with her that day. And she comes to meet Mary and a couple other friends for uh, dinner. 
And so Mary, uh, uh, when she goes to hug her, gets upset and says, oh, you, you smell like hospital. And apparently yes. Mary had some kind of traumatic thing with the hospital. So she can't be around anybody that's anything that smells reminds her of a hospital, makes her sick. And so there has been tension between them since basically saying, oh, like, ugh, you smell like hospital. And um, and and Mary even tells her, uh, I mean, Mary, uh, not Mary, Jen tells her, she goes, you know, it hurt me. I was with my aunt who's like a mother to me. And you're telling me I smell like hospital and I stink or whatever. And so she goes, well, you know, I don't know if I said that. And so then they call over another woman who was at the, was there at the dinner. And so she goes, oh yeah, you did say that. And so she goes, get out of here. Nobody, this doesn't concern you. Like, wait, you just asked to call somebody else to basically co-sign on if this actually happened and when somebody does do it you're all like get out of here this has nothing to do with you and then when exactly. she said and my favorite thing after after that after she was denying it then she's all like yeah i said it what about it then the worst part okay mary is the worst and here's why we're how, how this is why i was revealed that she's the worst so during her confessional she goes she says, uh, the fact that her aunt uh, had both legs amputated means she didn't eat right. Drink some water. You have just won an express ticket to hell. I mean, <laughs> she's the worst. She's that the is worst. Terrible. But, and, but the thing is, she's, she hap, she is the first lady of a church and a minister herself. Why is that okay? I don't, I don't get it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, why, who was going to that? If you were going to that church before, but if you, after watching this, why would you go? Oh, oh. my God. That collection plate would stay empty. I would not put a quarter in that collection plate to go towards that Dolce & Gabbana anything. Mm. Well, she's not invited to the pastor's anniversary anymore. I can tell that. Yeah, so there was drama there. And then there was drama between, I believe, um, uh, Meredith and um, uh, what was her name? Just a second. They're all oh, new Meredith, me. Meredith and Heather. No, 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 Heather. no sorry. Yeah. No, oh, no, no, no. Heather is the Lisa, Lisa, one. Lisa. Was it Lisa? Or was it? No. Wait, who's the one that has the... the, the um, Oh, okay. I know it. It was um, it yeah, was Heather, 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 and Heather. Lisa. Yeah. So basically, yeah, Heather. Um. Uh. So apparently, Heather believes that she and Lisa were friends in college. And Lisa's going around telling people like, I didn't know her. I don't. I didn't know her in college. And she goes, if anything, I, <laughs> wait, I, I wait, mean, Kevin. I, I, yeah. Why do you have a southern accent? <laughs> I know her. Uh, so anyway, said, I, I didn't know her. I didn't know her. <laughs> well, that's how she said it. And so she, she didn't know her. And then she says, oh, if anything, I knew of her. And then she was like a good time girl. And then she, she, uh, mine, pantomimes, like pulling up her shirt, like showing her, showing her rack to sh random strangers. And that she was like a party girl. And so, of course, Heather has, does, does not have a recollection at all of being a party girl because she went to Brigham Young as well, where they sign all those things about how they're going to be all good and chaste. And she says she wishes that she had been a party girl back in the day because now she's kicking it with black dudes and that gay guy she knows so oh, she God. wishes and she, when she <laughs> and she said this is this is the thing that she said that was kind of like shade towards where she went she said i wish i was a good time girl then i would have gone to a real school and got to joined a real sorority and had the time of my life so and, I, uh, and she, I would have showed and i would have showed my breast to anybody who wanted to see who wanted to see them exactly exactly i was like ooh. 
Brigham Young not a real school? That sounds like shade to me. <laughs> oh, oh, maximum shade. So anyway, so I was surprised that there was already drama, already people that have uh, grudges. They cram so much drama, opulence, shade <laughs> into this first episode. I was like, wow. All right, Tachi. I guess we got. It's, it's time for me to ask you the question that I love to ask. So, Tachi, when it comes to Bravo's Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, are you yes. going to keep watching or are you going to change the channel? I'm definitely going to keep watching. As much as I want to be vehemently against this type of stuff, they keep dragging me in. <laughs> he dragging you back. Dragging me back with their nonsense. And, you know, I was convinced that I was like, mm, this is just going to be the one time I'm watching it for us reviewing. But I I, I am intrigued to see what happened. And I get, again, for all the reasons that I gave before, that this is the antithesis to what I thought it would uh utah would be like i didn't think it would be all like this and i didn't look at any previews or anything before that i'm just hearing this and i'm like okay it's going to be all about the mormon church um uh, you know, yeah okay but uh it's really not that it's it follows the same type of tropes that the other housewives uh, franchise do but Sorry, sadly, I'm intrigued. This is a guilty pleasure of mine now. So yes, I'm going to keep on watching unless something happens where I get bored. So, Mr. Kevin, in the case of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, or sorry, Bravos, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, will you keep watching or are you going to change the channel? All right, just like you were talking about the how certain tropes, it is like both uh i would say uh mary and brooks were created in a bravo lab because <laughs> <laughs> oh and also jen they were they were born to be on bravo they were yes. born to be housewives yes and i guess house kids because <laughs> oh my god so they are the definition of the term extra if you look at, if you go to Wikipedia, if you look up extra, you will see pictures of all three of them. And you have to look up extra without the E because they are X T R extra extra Ex yes. extra X's <laughs> in that extra. So uh, just like you, I'm being dragged back because I try to. You know, I damn it, Bravo! I wish I knew how to quit you. Oh, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. I don't know how to quit you. Bravo. I don't know how to quit you, Bravo. I don't know how. I try. I try to get away. I try. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna go listen to NPR, and then they drag me back. So anyway, <laughs> I, I, everything NPR did to build you up gets undone. It's torn down. <laughs> oh, you can. You can actually feel your IQ going down as you're watching. <laughs> Oh my, yes. Don't you feel like your head hurts because the IQ is going down as you watch it? <laughs> the points are just floating out of your ears. Yes. Oh, but, oh, but it was fun. There's no, oh, first it of was. all, just, you know what, what the, the, the boon that Jen does for the economy there, <laughs> all the people, when we see the setup for the party, literally yes. dozens and dozens and dozens of minions all over that house, turning that ski chalet into like into the Met Gala, and she was not kidding. And so apparently that's what she does. And we and we see clips at the end of 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 the rest of the season. They they cannot have enough gatherings. They can't have enough galas 
parties, just constant parties, florist on speed dial, caterers on speed dial, all the everybody knows them knows by name. Oh, it's a it's a gin party. That yes, I will be. I wish I wasn't. I'm not proud of it. I'm not either. But I will be watching. One other thing. This also calls into, uh, not question, but just brings to the forefront, how much coaches of major universities that have teams are playing. Now, I knew that some of these coaches make more than NFL coaches, make more than NBA coaches because college sports is serious. But, you know, it just really brings to the forefront. If you're spending money like this, and I don't see that you have ne'er a damn job from Jehoshaphat, that um, your husband must be making bank somewhere. No, remember, she's the CEO of several marketing firms. Several. That's right. That's right. Okay, but several, uh, several marketing firms. That's why she we... has multiple assistants, Dodgy. That's true. Several marketing firms. But what do you do? What do you market? You know, oh, one thing. She mar- herself. <laughs> it <laughs> must all be in because of marketing her. Well, the reason why we, you know you were right on the money as far as that her husband has a, at least her husband is co-signing on these checks because she does say to us the fact that her husband is she's telling a friend of hers that well you know her husband is off recruiting right now and so and I don't need him around here asking how much all this is going to cost. Right. Okay. So that but I forgot at the point that she said she is the CEO of several marketing companies, but you several. know there there several, but there are no receipts. And I'm not I'm not saying you have to prove to it, but um, the one who's the one that owns owns the jewelry company that has jewelry stores with uh, people like Rihanna and uh, Charlize Theron. Which one was that? I I think that's Lisa. I think that's Lisa? Lisa. Meredith, it's Lisa. Um, so I think it's Lisa. So yeah, because of that, you know, she said we have this, we have that, we have that. You know, if if you had it like that, Bravo would have asked you well uh, more about it. You just said it. I didn't, we didn't hear too much about receipts, but who am I? I, I well, you know, I will say this, that, that uh, some of the housewives seem to be, uh, you know, uh, have more coins than others. That's true. So the money felt pretty deep on some of these ladies. They were like, they are spend, they're spinning to win. And so, yeah. So if you, if you, if you'd like to see the, uh, uh, you know, consumption, this is your show. There's a lot of consumption. If you want to feel bad about the fact that you somehow no longer have a job, please watch this. <laughs> oh, all I could think about, well, I was so sad when I was watching the party because I was thinking like, oh, my God, all those shirtless muscle dudes because of COVID, no one's paying them to shirtlessly <laughs> hand out meatballs. They, What's happening? They can't even afford guys? shirts. <laughs> they can't even afford shirts. Those poor guys. They can't wait. There's no they can't get to they can't afford to go to the tanning salon. The nope. gyms are closed because yeah. they're so what are they going to do? I just felt bad. So. Anyway, it was pretty amazing. So anyway, as now I think Tachi, we've kind of of uh, sadly shown the fact that we do have some housewife love in general. We're not proud, but we do. So let's cut to some questions about some of our favorites. All right, Tachi. So first off, let's uh, let's go over uh, the list of our favorite franchise okay what is your favorite housewife franchise i don't think i have just one um you know if if utah keeps going much like lace potato chips you can't can't have just just one one. (laughs) (laughs) the musical um 
that would be a good one. You can't just have one the musical. Anyway, so I think um, I'm definitely Atlanta, <laughs> definitely Atlanta. Um, and I think a, a second to that would be Potomac. So Atlanta and Potomac, I'm thinking. But, you know, if Utah keeps going the way they're going, I might replace Potomac with Utah. So we'll see. Okay, you know what? I have never been able to get into Potomac. I've tried. I watched the episode, the most recent one, trying to like look again. And I, because they're they're in Portugal now. I heard they're going to Portugal. So I'm like, let me watch the the trip, because there's always so much shade. And, and this time they get to wear sunglasses while there's shade. Uh, so I was watching <laughs> it for that. And I care. What's the one whose husband and she has a new baby, and her husband keeps getting yeah. caught on camera cheating on her? Ashley. Ashley. I it actually is painful to watch Ashley because Ashley almost something about Ashley's just whole being and just the way her face is made literally she looks like a biracial tinker tinkerbell she just looks so adorable and sprightly and sweet and just the fact that she's like constantly like crying and her husband's cheating on her and stuff and her husband her husband is like now at one point people kind of make uh, there was an issue about her husband being like uh low-key or undercover like you know closeted gay because apparently he had like grabbed the butt of a producer or something like that so there was a whole thing about that but then he also he was caught on video and 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 cameras by uh, with some woman that he uh, was cheating with he just he is the i've always been confused by the term pansexual now it has been cleared up by her husband he is pansexual just sexual drop the pan sexual every kind of sexual everybody gets a taste but you know i so, hate to see that type of thing because you know she's pregnant again so, <gasps> well first yeah. of all that that's nothing his genes go in hard because that baby he, he is has a some clone of him <laughs> that that baby has nothing to do with her in fact, any judge would basically say, well, clearly you made this baby in a lab and it's 100% yours because exactly. that baby is a mini-me. It has nothing to do with its mother. It's just a little clone of him and it's a, it's a freaky, adorable little old man. He has some strong genes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, he looks like a small man. Just oh, oh like they, uh, literally his genes kicked every one of her genes off the DNA strand. Just like, bam, out, out, get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, and so the baby's name is Dean and he, yeah, he looks exactly like the father, but I hate to see this because it's like, and not to psychoanalyze, but it's like, that's really when you have, when you don't have the highest of esteem, when you take that type of stuff and you don't have to, she clearly does not have to. She has a lot of, of things available to her, but Michael also has money and she did not come from very much money. So make your own conclusions there. I'll move on. Okay, yeah. Well, I, again, a lot of conclusions you're jumping to, Tachi, that you're not going to say out loud. But we know what you we know what you mean. All right, so, yeah. um, so yeah, I was never able to get into Potomac. Um, okay. I have two favorites that I would say that basically are the ones that I watch would be Atlanta and Beverly Hills. And I gotta say, by by a, a, a margin, I gotta give it to Atlanta 
because they keep bringing it, even on the bad seasons, are still like seem to be better than most other franchises in general. Um, Beverly Hills has had some franchise, some seasons that are better than others. The last one was kind of like yawn, but in general, I would say it. Beverly Hills normally, I mean, uh, uh, Beverly Hills normally brings it, and and but Atlanta really brings it. And um, uh, supposedly Nene Leakes will not be returning, and I am here for it. In fact, I'm gonna put it out into the universe could somebody make me a vision board of this okay what is the nick claudia something claudia jordan claudia jordan was on the real housewives for one of atlanta for one glorious season and she really got under the skin of nene leaks and i believe that's why she was not asked back for another season because nene was like it's either that bitch or me and bravo was all like it's you nini it's always <laughs> been you and so i feel like if nini basically is because uh is is uh is, is leaving by choice uh then i feel like bring claudia jordan in because that woman she brought the fun she she to me burst on the scene much like uh kenya did kenya with that twirling and stuff when she first just was like who what why where i can't stop watching i don't like you're a whole horrible person but you're damned entertaining you know what but my thing is that none of these people are wives i don't know if claudia jordan has gotten married since then but the the point of oh, this... they've always played fast and loose with the term housewood well exactly no i know that but i'm like isn't it time to start <laughs> getting people who are because... wives well yeah because then you're gonna have the real girlfriends of atlanta i mean uh, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but if you are under the auspices of being a housewife, I, 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 I would think you. Um, would there were that. several people on that show that weren't uh, wives. Let, okay, let's let's let me count the ways of people not being wives. Candy was not a housewife. She was. But she was a she got, she got engaged, and so but she was not a housewife. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Cynthia Bailey also not a housewife. She's a wife now, but she wasn't a housewife at the beginning. Um, who else? There have been a lot of them. A, a, a Claudia wasn't a housewife. Kenya Moore wasn't a housewife. A lot of people were not wives. Oh, well, no, speaking, oh speaking of non-wives. Yeah, I was, was going to say, yeah, Kim. Kim also a non-wife. So, yeah, quite a no, few absolutely. non No, absolutely. Bethany no, I, Frankel, I, I another franchise. She was not also not a wife when she was a New York housewife. She was a, a single uh, a housewife. Absolutely. Uh, same thing with Portia. She was not, well, no, Portia was married and then she got divorced. So, um, yeah, no, I, um, I'm not, I'm not saying that there were not non housewives. It just feels like there were too many non housewives and, and why you don't even really need that in the title because it's not, it's not about housewives for the, for the most part. It's about well, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll tell you why there's so many of them that are housewives, because if you do happen to be married, what's going to happen when you bring your husband on that show? He's going to be accused of being gay. <laughs> so <laughs> so you're going to end up divorced anyway. So it, you may as well start out single as opposed to go on there married and then end up single because almost everybody on the shows that are married end up getting divorced anyway. Yes. You right. All right. So let's move on. So we, that's our favorite franchise. So do you have a favorite wife mm, or person who's masquerading part. as a wife? 
<laughs> this is an interesting one because there have outside not counting Utah altogether there have been 86 wow yeah there have been 86 and so it's really difficult to choose whether or not I have a favorite one and I think when I say favorite that doesn't necessarily mean I like them so much it's just that they're interesting to the most show. entertaining yeah, yeah the most entertaining. I would say Phaedra Parks because I think she is um sometimes delusional <laughs> sometimes <laughs> look I'm trying to be nice here I think she's a <laughs> She's sometimes delusional about, I'm sure she's a great lawyer. Or she's a great attorney. I'm sure she's a wonderful mother and all of that. But I think that she is a little bit delusional about her actual status and stuff and, and, and everything. I think that kind of makes her interesting to me. So maybe Phaedra Parks. Oh, you mean somebody who names their child Mr. President? Yes. And uh, the uh, what Prince, the other one is uh, my Prince. Oh, well, I don't know who Prince a... is, Tachi, so I don't know. I don't know who that is. <laughs> ah, go away. Anyway, <laughs> well, what about you? Do you have a favorite housewife? You know what? I ha I gave it a lot of thought, more than any man should. But I have to say, I got to give it up. I'm shocked, too. But when I thought about it, it Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa ah. Vanderpump brought it. Now she's no longer on. She's no longer on the show. She, you know, it's funny. As much as I loved Lisa Vanderpump on the show, I never ever really uh, watched um, uh, Vanderpump, Vanderpump Rules. Rules. I had no because the show wasn't about her, and I don't care no. about anybody. Like if you, I need a show about you. I need, uh, yeah, it, it needs to be about Vanderpump herself and her interacting with people and her getting caught in lies and acting as if she's above it, and then getting caught, and then be, and then no one is more indignant when caught lying and betraying a friend than she is. She is so hurt and feels so betrayed with you finding out that you that she betrayed you that you end up apologizing to her like i am so sorry i caught you betraying me and stabbing me in the back like well i don't know if i can forgive you kevin for catching me stabbing you in the back can i can i uh, give an honorable mention yes um, i can't remember her name now but the countess from new york um oh luann luann Yes, yes, yes. Lou. I, I don't know what it is about. Okay, she's. I think in her delusion is another one. Money yes. can't buy you class. Buy you class. The, the delusion of my friends. <laughs> First of all, I'm mad. You know the words. To I, the know. <laughs> I know. I'm mad at that. But <clears throat> excuse me. I think it's also the delusion of the fact that she can sing. <laughs> that's another thing and the fact that she also she makes a big deal out of the countess thing at all times and she's like somebody said uh, something about yeah, that's the double entendre she said yes it's the double entendre uh, okay <laughs> okay okay Luann we know it's French but she makes a big deal out of it and I think again that just makes her interesting because the delusion is what does it for me I think Oh my God! Yeah, no, she she, she is a lot. Now I have to say, and we're gonna do honorable mentions. I gotta mention yeah. her only because of just everything that she did with her real. She wasn't even a real housewife initially. She was like a friend of, and turned into everything, and turned into like a billionaire because of it, or like a a a, 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 mil, a millionaire over tens tens of times would uh or at least you know a lot a millionaire a millionaire fine i don't know how many how rich she is but she's very rich bitch yeah i gotta give it up to bethany bethany frankel, frankel absolutely because yeah she was a friend of one of i don't even know because i didn't even really watch new york she was a friend of somebody 
she and was a she, friend yeah she parlayed that into get people loved her so much she ended up getting her own show like bethany ever after whatever and that's where i first came to really watch her was watching her um uh falling in love and um, uh, uh, like pr- planning her wedding and she was like super pregnant and she was getting married super pregnant to like uh, this really great guy who everybody now claims is like a super horrible guy and that um i still don't know if i believe that because when i watched the show the the bethany show after that she was so horrible to her husband at the time husband and horrible to everybody around her now she was fun she was horrible in a entertaining way there's no denying it she was fun to watch but she was like wow she's a lot to deal with um but anyway she and of course and then she had her own talk show remember yes for five minutes bethany yes she did maybe even six minutes i'm not sure but anyway it was quickly seven yeah. Okay. But anyway, but then, um, so that, and, uh, but, uh, and then she also, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so then Skinny Girl Martini, Skinny, Skinny Girl brand, because they make Skinny Girl everything. And so she sold that company for, you know, I forget how many millions of dollars, um, but a lot. So to me, she needs a shout out just for like what she turned her time on the show into just like because a lot of people go on there and they have a they want to create a brand or they want to hype the brand they already have and she went there with like a vision thinking of vision boards she must have had a super big vision board she had the, she that, that book the secret that scam book she made it real she, she wished it into existence and now she's insanely rich <sighs> I, I and the thing is I think I think I she's on my list too as like a third because she's such a savvy and smart businesswoman like on the real so whereas she I think she already kind of had this whole thing together and she'd already she was already a smart business person because she was a chef before like a personal chef or something to that so well she, she was had- actually on martha, martha stewart did an aversion a version of the apprentice and so she was actually on that which yeah, is oh, kind of okay. amazing yeah so I, I, mean, so, she, I think she won or, or came in second place or something it was ridiculous. i think so well but see the thing is she has always held her own and i think that's part of her background too because she didn't have like a great uh childhood growing up but i think that's part of it where she decided you know i'm to come hell or high water i need to be a success whereas that's not something that i get from the other housewives the other housewives seem that they have something now because of this show or because of the you know what i mean they use it as a springboard but for her it's like come hell or high water i'm succeeding and i'm going to do it on my own this show is more yeah these shows are more but i do it on my own and i think i respect that regardless of how horrible she is to people around her oh yeah no horrible but anyway i don't know i I still i'm still not sure about her husband being super horrible as people say he was because if Mm. if he was trying to get paid after they uh they got divorced because all the money she made i feel like you know what it just like if, if the reverse were happening nobody would have a problem with her asking for half of his money so that's true it needs to be it needs to be equitable it needs to be fair so cough it up all right so um next question tachi so Mm. what is your favorite real housewives moment oh moment okay um let's see i think (laughs) i think i know what your answer is but go ahead um, I'm trying to because it's it's there are there are a few moments. It's from Atlanta, definitely. Um, and uh, they were it was when 
I think because it was hilariously funny and so unnecessary. When Marlo and um, Sheree were on, they were on, was it like a, a yacht or something? And it was on a trip. Like, I know what you're going to say. It was, it, when they were going, nee, 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 when they were going back and forth. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I was like, oh, this is so unnecessary. But it, you, I think that was one of my favorite moments. And then... Uh, you brought this up yesterday, and this is a favorite as well because, again, extra. So uh, we were talking about the whole prayer cloth thing. <laughs> yes. oh, okay. And she went to go have uh, Phaedra went to go have a meeting with some minister or whatever, and she took made a big to do about taking out her prayer cloth. And we both said, "Well, how about wear something that doesn't show hoo ha?" Hmm? Exactly. Yeah, no, she yeah she shows up in some panties and then she puts she she genteely puts like a napkin over her crotch and just like you know what just wear a skirt wear a regular skirt. That, that's like wearing a bikini and then trying yeah, to use easy a prayer cloth exactly and, and a bib to like, cover yourself up. I mean, oh, it was re- absolutely extra re- ac- ridiculous and and miss Christian. No, what you know what I thought you were gonna say? I thought you were gonna mention the whole thing about uh about the she by Sheree fashion show. Yo, oh, oh, no, 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 no. It, it did the, the third. That's that's funny because I couldn't really pick, but the the um. <laughs> There's two in that whole thing. Okay, both share, share them. So the um the uh whole the first one is where she um uh gets it, it they gets into an Sheree gets into an argument with I guess her crew or whatever that's doing that and she says who gonna check me boo and she gets into the argument with oh that has God. become a mantra for and then the other one is when um it was Nini. And uh, what's his name? Not Derek. I can't, uh, uh, can't remember what his name is. I know you're talking uh, about. I can't remember what his name is to save my life. Right. So he is kind of like a stylist or whatever that was like, you know, a semi planner or something. Planner, yeah. Semi regular on the show. And they were, she, he and Nini were getting their t- uh, pedicures. And he says, I heard on the radio the other day um, about um, Sheree and her fashion shows. And she, he said, now, who is this wonderful individual who had a fashion show with no fashions? How dreadful. That is. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's like my top all time one, but all the other ones are our faves as well. But that one is, is, is definitely a fave. So yeah, you're right. What about okay. you, Kevin? All right. Um, I actually have like a, a, a little uh, 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 clip to play because I couldn't quite do it justice. Now, this isn't the original. Someone actually basically, this was such an epic moment on, on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It was from the Dinner from Hell episode where the ladies are in Amsterdam and Kim Richards and um, uh, and uh, Lisa Renna and uh elaine uh davidson get into it and kyle just like can't handle it and so somebody it was such a big thing someone did an asmr version of it that i have to share so if you're feeling tense i hope this relaxes you all you want to bring up my stuff let's talk about your home cam excuse me i'm not talking you to know you. what well i'm talking to you we've all talked Shame about on you it. Shame I'm not you. talking to you. And I'm talking Shut to your you. fucking mouth. I've had enough of you, you beast. Beast? Yeah. How dare you? How dare me? You came into my home. And I apologized. No, you didn't. <laughs> Three years. Actually, you didn't. I don't like you. <laughs> Guess what? I don't particularly like you either. Well, good. I can't find one damn thing to like about you right now. Well, good. I've never found one thing to like about you.
you? I did nothing to your hair, to your face, you to your attitude. What are, you, what are you doing like that? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Kyle, shush up. You should have said right from the beginning. Nice, Cam. In three years, I have been okay. I talked to her on the plane and you were okay. The fuck yes, you don't act like this, Cam. You want me to defend you even though you act like that? I'm not. I just never needed you to defend me because you never have. Kim, yes, I have. She does defend you, Kim. She does defend you a thousand percent. She defends me more than you do. <laughs> Kathy would not ever act like this. Kathy would have my back like a real sister. You have been doing this to me for years. It's not okay to talk to your sister or you anyone like understand. that. You don't, you don't understand the relationship. No, I don't, sister. but it's not okay to talk to anyone like that, Kim. It's just not okay. Your behavior's just not okay. Really? Yeah, it's not okay. Why don't you have a piece of bread and maybe you'll calm down? <laughs> you. You're disgusting, Kim. Please. Can I interfere for one second? I understand your sensitivity because you've worked really hard for three years. My husband has only been sober. Let's talk about the husband. Excuse me, did you just say let's talk about the husband? Let's not talk about what you don't want out. You know what? Let me do a scary fish. Don't, don't touch my husband ever. Just saying why don't you fucking ever what you don't want out for everybody to know. Sit down. Watch what you Sit talk down. about me or everyone will you know. You never go near my husband. Everybody you will know. Fucking understand that. Everybody will know. After everybody will know husband. what you don't want. Please don't. Don't go there. Okay, so it ends with like Kyle running out of the restaurant. It was a, it was one of the most epic fights. Like, don't you go near my husband, Lisa Rena. Don't you go near my, don't you touch my husband. It was, it was so over the top, so epic, so crazy, so many people getting involved. I never, I never liked anything about you. I mean, it all came out. Mm. So yeah, so the Amsterdam dinner from hell is my favorite Real Housewives moment of all time. Um, let me just say how I was about to cringe right under the table because you know I can't stand I know, you don't like MS. <laughs> I can't stand whispering ASMR. <laughs> wow. But they did, you have to admit, they did it. They, they brought the heat. <laughs> yeah, you did hear the heat through that hideous whispering. Oh my god. Well, I didn't want to play the because we get suitable use the real clip, so that's why I didn't want to <laughs> so. so you so you choose the way to uh to Oh exactly because okay. you know uh, Bravo has deep pockets, they would come for us. So and 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 they would oh no more no more uh, uh no more screeners of any Bravo stuff if we actually used a clip from Bravo, so that's why I found a workaround. All right, Tachi, last real housewives question. Okay. If you had to, uh, what was your favorite? What would you say is your favorite Real Housewives tagline? Okay, so I actually um, wrote down three because I don't know that I could. Because some of them were just kind of like, okay, but so funny, Lisa Rinna from Beverly Hills. You've heard a lot about me, but it's only true when it comes from my lips <laughs> because those <laughs> damn lips. <laughs> that's what. So that just, that's just, you know, ironic. It's irony. Yolanda Foster uh, from Beverly Hills as well, I believe. Don't tell me you're my friend. Act like one. I think that, yeah, I like that one. And then finally, Phaedra Parks. Here's another one, delusional. 
only God can judge me, and he seems quite impressed. Oh my God, that is one of the, that's a damn good one. That's a, I can't knock that one. Exactly. What about you? Okay, I'm going to actually share this top 10 list I found and tell you which one of them has happened to be my pick. Uh, let's see. Okay, if you can't be cool, you can't be with a countess. So that was that okay, was from, Luann. from Countess Luann, uh, season eight for New York City. And then uh, number nine was the queen of diamonds always has an ace up her sleeve. That That's was Lisa one. Vanderpump, season eight, Beverly Hills. And then there's uh, nothing gray about my gardens. And that was Sonia Morgan, uh, Real Housewife, uh, New York, season nine. Uh, let's see. Uh, number seven is I'm an acquired taste. If you don't like me, acquire some taste. Ramona Singer, uh, 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 Real Housewives of uh, New, York. New York, season mm-hmm. nine. And uh, don't mess with a boss because you might get fired. Candy Burris, uh, Housewives of Atlanta, season 10. Uh, let's see. I'd rather spend my life kicking ass than kissing it. Uh, Brandy Glanville, season 5, Beverly Hills. Um, I believe in excess of everything except moderation. Dorit, uh, season uh, eight of Beverly Hills. Uh, let's see. Number three is if you're going to talk about me behind my back, at least check out my great ass. And um, that was uh, Car- uh, Carol uh, Carolyn Zinger, uh, Red Radzinger uh, from New York season six. And number two is when people tell me I'm fake, I know they're just pulling my leg. That's the one with the fake leg, which is amazing. Oh, uh, um, wow. um, um, uh, Avia, uh, A V I V A, um, and her uh, season six of New York, and number one. Uh, <laughs> which also happens to be my number one favorite. I also got to give it up to Lisa Vanderpump. Uh, I'm passionate about dogs, just not crazy about bitches. <laughs> oh, wow. Season six. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> All right, Tachi. So if you had to come up with your own Real Housewives tagline, what do you think it would be? Oh, gosh. Um... I, I don't even know. Um, I don't I don't know. Um, oh, you want to go and I'll, I'll okay. <laughs> all right. About, so yeah. well, I actually have two because I think the smart thing to do is like what that what that one woman did where she mentioned her on, on brand because she has one leg. She worked it into her uh, tagline. So I my first tagline would be: This TV channeling host is changing the channel on all the haters. Oh, that's <laughs> and my second one is I may host last weekly, but there's nothing weak about me. Oh, that's really yeah. good. Yeah, you gotta plug your stuff. Okay, so get back to me next time because <laughs> <laughs> somehow I missed the memo that that was part of the assignment. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, before we wrap up the show, I I do want to I couldn't let this go by without mentioning something. This just happens to be TV channeling's four year anniversary. Hey, 
<laughs> and I could not let this uh, go by without thanking my incredible co-hostess with the mostest. Yeah. One Chatachi Egwu. Hey. Egwu. Egwu. <laughs> anyway. Oh, dear. Tachi, it has absolutely been a journey. Uh, and it's been like a fun road trip doing this with you. I can't, four years, four years, it just, it literally feels like a blip. It went by so quickly. No, okay, now what's happening in the world has taken like forever because we actually started, our first show was right after uh, the presidential election. We did our very first right. two test shows. And right. uh, we've been going strong ever since. And I'm telling you, people i don't know if it sounds like a party to you it absolutely is whenever i'm talking with this woman it is a party i have fun when we do a show i have fun when we're on the phone just you are an absolute joy you are so knowledgeable and you're so fun and down to earth just everything that you could ask for in a co-host and so thank you for these four incredible years kevin i honestly thank you thank you so much it there are no accidents so it's not an accident that we found each other on anchor and had like a million years long conversation about something related to tv which i can't remember now but it shows that we really are tv twins and i honestly can't think of anyone that i would want to take this tv land journey with but you you are my brother you're just you're just awesome so thank you so much for four incredible years of uh, however the damn many episodes because we messed that up <laughs> we messed that up thinking we were smart and cool oh my god yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll 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 share more about that later when later. we have our, our quote hundredth episode hundredth end quote episode. anniversary exactly <laughs> no but this has been a, such a fun ride so thank you so much for um you know and I guess we need to thank Tone since he thinks he's the one that brought us together. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Tone Show Nunez thinks he brought us together because what you were talking about, we, uh, Tachi would do a thing called Mediascope Briefs on uh, Anchor. Before it turned into a podcast app, it was a social audio and then a social ra uh, like an, uh, 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 a radio uh, app where you could create your own radio station. And Tachi would do these uh, like little entertainment news briefs. And so she was talking about this guy named I think his name was something Parker. He was, uh, it was. Oh, yeah, Nate Parker from Nate The Parker, Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation, a remake of, a, a, a retelling or a different telling of the of the Birth of a Nation. And the controversy came up because there was a woman that he was accused of, uh, of raping at one point, but he was not found guilty. There was, uh, 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 of he wasn't found guilty of anything, but the woman did kill herself. And so people kind of came, he was supposed to be the next big thing. Thing. And when this kind of came out from his past, from his college days, um, it turned into a thing and basically he got canceled. Unlike Kanye West, who should have been canceled long ago, um, Nate Parker got super canceled and his cancellation stuck. And so um, Tachi was talking about that. And so I responded to her and she responded to me and I responded to her and she responded to me and I responded to her and she responded to me. And people were listening going like, what? And Tone was like, okay, you need to do something. You need to do something. Yes. Yes. So, Tone, yes, you are responsible. Thank you, too, Anthony Tone Show Nunez. Yeah, even though we won't pay you a quarter. 
But we would thank you for we, we we give you many thanks. No dollars, but many thanks. Many thanks from the bottom, not of our wallets, but our hearts. <laughs> yeah, stay out of our wallets, but you'll always be on our hearts. <laughs> All right, Tachi. Before I start tearing up, it's time for me to ask you, how can people listen to our show other than how they're listening right now? Wow. And why would you not want to listen to our show? You can find us on so many different platforms. This four-year-old show now on Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, WJMSRadio.com on Tuesdays and Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, and on TVChanneling.com. If you can't remember any of that, you can listen to all the latest episodes that drop. You can listen to back episodes and if you are listening to us on one of the other podcast platforms, we implore you, please like us, please subscribe, please share us. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, share good things. Share good things. Good things. Yes. Kevin, in case they want to celebrate our four-year anniversary with us and send things like, I don't know, Dolce & Gabbana jackets, um... <laughs> <laughs> Chanel purses. Um, how could shirtless, they do that? Shirtless dudes with meat trays Sh of meatballs. Sh yeah. Shirtless mm -hmm. dudes with champagne and trays of meat uh, meatballs. How can they do that? <laughs> All right, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you can reach us on social media. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook. You can reach us on Instagram. And you can reach us on my personal favorite, Twitter. We are TV channeling everywhere. And we'd love to hear from you. So if there's something going on in pop culture, if there's a TV show you'd like us to review or recap, let us know. And again, slide into our DMs if you want to like hook us up with some of that stuff absolutely absolutely so with that we think we you are sufficiently utahed out so we're going to let you get back to whatever it was you were doing before listening to us and we'll sign off the way we always do bye from tachi and goodbye from kevin and remember if you're watching it from the ski slopes we're talking about it we're shirtless dudes with meatloaf and champagne <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> goodbye